Religiosanity episode 73 and Peter I heard that you wanted to ask some question about uh, something I said in a sermon or that's right like who that. told what did a little birdie tell you or an angel who told you that I, I, I think that you indicated something or oh. pre-shadowed uh, something of. Oh, that I thought it was so, much yeah. more supernatural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, indeed. I mean, you've said this a number of times, and you said this recently in a, in a sermon, and I always wanted to pose it to you. I think this podcast is the best way to pose it to you. Tell me, so tell me, I'm probably getting it wrong, I'm paraphrasing. You say something like, a myth is something that never happened but it's always happening right correct that yeah i i that that's pretty close uh it goes all the way back to uh and the fourth century uh neoplatonistic philosopher uh flavius salustius or salus he wrote it about mythology and said uh, myths are the things which never there and always are oh, i like that yeah 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 uh, at, i'm also quoting from yeah. memory but i think that it, that's a little closer to yeah. to, the, to the original uh yeah. he was by the way uh court philosopher of uh julius apostate that mm. was that uh emperor who tried to turn clock back and you know after christianity became the official religion he tried to kind of revert that back into that more uh, classical and also greek polytheistic or greek roman polytheistic uh, uh, platonic philosophy uh, or stoicism and mm. all those uh, philosophical schools were playing bigger role uh, mm. in, in the society and uh, you know it ended tragically being him being killed in a battle and mm. it was the end of that project but, uh, <laughs> uh, and and christians took uh, pleasure out of it uh, yeah, you know okay. in the demise of of a person which is uh, rather uh sad uh and and one can understand why he did uh, why he was upset about uh about it because uh, his closest relatives were all murdered by these uh, followers of this new christian religion huh. So that that's that kind of background, and yeah. that is why it it it, it uh, among the Christians have it it has uh, kind of uh, this strange aftertaste. Right, uh, right, right. But there is a lot of wisdom in it. I think. I think there is. Yeah. But but you've used it when you're talking about you know the word of 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 the gospel and you know you know you're you're talking about it when you're talking about christ and like the the story uh, of christ is a is a myth no 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 oh i'm no, wrong then no, okay no, no. i i i think that i used it about uh the stories of david oh i i remember i think that, that so there's was a clear the demarcation recent... there between like the myths being somehow no 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 older no, than... no, 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 no okay no, no no it's it's not uh necessarily that way you, you know but uh for me myth is a word or a category which is in modern usage 
uh, bifurcated at least, you know, divided yeah, into yeah. two different paths. One is that it, you know, if you listen to t TV or news or whatever, that's a myth. Means that it is not true. Mm -hmm. It's a lie. It's a fabrication or something like that, and not worthy of our attention or even yeah. dangers. That is one way of uh, uh, the using word myth. The other one is uh, which I am closer to, and that is uh, really through the study of ancient myths. Yes. And those are myths which are telling something substantial about our uh, human nature, yes. about how the world functions uh, and how, how the world is organized. Uh, and they, far from being lies, uh, are preserving some of the deepest insights into Yes. Into the world. Yes. Uh, and are and had been distilled through the process of history, and simply that they survived. Uh, their, yes, it's beautiful. Uh, made into uh, pure form. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And updated also, you know, because especially as the, most of their time, myths actually spent in in oral tradition. Mm -hmm. And if they are in an oral tradition, as the culture, as the world changes around them, they are changing with it to some mm -hmm. degree. And, and they are preserving some uh, atavisms or some, you know, features of, of its origin in, in deep history, but they are being updated so that people can recognize what they are actually talking mm -hmm. about. Uh, so that's... Uh, that's uh, that's how the myths work, and right. and uh, you know, many of them are are either I impossible to trace them back to their uh, like historical sources, or it is almost irrelevant. It's not yeah. important whether that happened exactly this way or that way. The more important is the the message, the lesson they are trying to pass on and teach us about. Right. Uh, right. You know how we should behave to one another, or what is uh, what is the progression of human life, for instance, and, and mm -hmm. so on and so mm -hmm. forth. And uh, in in that respect, whether they happened or not is is irrelevant. Uh, yeah, I get and it. I get because it. they are almost like uh, in in the science, you have. Uh, Laws of nature and theories. Yeah. Like theory of relativity or theory of uh, evolution and, and these things. Uh, and they are, they are our way of understanding how the universe around us is yeah. structured and built. And in religion and in poetry and in arts myths in this respect are playing exactly the same role mm -hmm. 
They are a way of relating to and founding principles of the world mm. around us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the founding principles, it really does not matter whether they happened or not. Uh, they are true or they yes. are being assumed to be true. Yes. And or it's uh, almost like a more, it's even a more important thing than truth. It's, not, it, it's what you're trying to say. It's more than, than what, what the word true means in terms of happened. Like it's, it's even more important than that it actually happened because it's happening. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's happened between people for so many years and grown into something larger than a happening. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That happened once. Yeah, uh, it, you know, to, to, to return back to that alleg- uh, analogy with, with the science. Yeah. You know, you have thermodynamic laws. Right. And you can, like, go back and see how scientists discovered them. You can see where there were those who were leading towards it because they had an inkling that there is something like rules leading towards that law. Yeah. And, and, and so on and so forth. And you can see how we are using them and utilizing them these days. In a similar way with the myths. You, you can say, you, you know, this myth... Uh, the, the the clearest example of it is, for instance, on this cuneiform text, you know, or this is our first representation of it, or, and then it it developed and it morphed and uh, and was adopted uh, into this other stream of say religion or different culture, or uh, here it is being re-narrated in a modern film, right. Right. For instance, right. uh, Star Wars are one of those areas which mm-hmm. are really uh, filled with with many of these references, yeah. um, ancient, mythical, and you see how very popular they are. Yes, and it is just fabulation. It's storytelling. It yes. never happened. It is supposedly to happen in the future. It's yeah, yeah, <laughs> not. Yeah. Yeah. but it, but it is revealing something about our inner psychological religious spiritual structures yes and and for that reason they are important yes 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 and and being able to trace these lineages of these myths and and you know don't get me wrong there are some myths which are dangerous mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some which are uh, which are beneficial or benign at least or there are some which are uh, very important in certain societies to to absorb uh, or revealing and and liberating so you know and and sometimes even those who are dangerous have the reason and purpose to be there like a warning it depends how you approach them and how you deal with yes. them. You know, are you transfixed and bewitched 
by them or are you kind of seeing them Cautious and taking cautiously yeah. Yeah. and and observing and using them to uh, enlighten your uh, your life within the society so, mm-hmm. so the, the, this will be my my answer to it okay but why don't the stories of Jesus fit in that myth tradition I did not say that they don't fit but I, oh. I did not want to talk about it that way you, you know I would uh, not start there okay but now having said what you just said yes why is why is this these particular stories that are housed in the same book that we read as in the english language uh where that we call the old testament mm-hmm. that a lot of these ancient stories that you're talking about that are myths no they are even older i'm sure yeah, but I'm, I'm talking yeah, about yeah. i'm talking about yeah the, and then you turn a page and then there's the story about this this person uh, but you're, but that you don't, you put that separately. You're saying, somehow. But I just want to know why. Not necessarily, no. Okay, so they are together. <laughs> tell me, tell me why. Tell me no, what, there, there, what. There, there is a spectrum. I see. There is a spectrum. You, you know, uh, sometimes you can, uh, for instance, there are stories whose origins are completely lost to our uh, uh, to our understanding yes. in uh, you know in the past yes and we can just observe and uh, describe how they are progressing through the history that was what i just yes. described without knowing the origins necessarily without knowing the origins yes. and, and and so on yes and some origins there might be, you know, uh, yeah. highly mythologized, you know, or yes. supernaturalized or something like that uh, over the time. But uh, then uh, there are stories which used some aspects of those ancient stories to heighten, to, to, to bring like an exclamation mark. To those stories and saying pay attention this is really important mm-hmm. because those old myths can provide this kind of gravity or a punctuation to those mm-hmm. newer stories and that would be for instance my way of looking at the new testament and uh-huh. some of this, the stories of, of, of apostles and, and and so on that is the way they are approaching it so by pulling yeah. in demons say yeah you know they are making punctuation there they are saying pay attention mm-hmm. this might be important mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, talking about and and we talked about it before you know virginal birth for yeah, instance we dedicated number of those yes. stories yes. and we saw how much that is actually not about biology but about the theology right and psychology here i would add right Uh, and how we relate to say that person and it's a punctuation here it is almost like an exclamation mark Mm. telling you uh virginal birth of this figure Mm -hmm. pay attention this is important yeah this is an we, we consider this figure to be highly important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoever narrated the text 
use this image of virginal birth right uh is making this statement say you know right. or resurrection right i was gonna that, say that is another uh, yeah. example because it th that whole idea of resurrection is coming from a theodicy yeah uh, a justification of of god within the world which is far from perfect right 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 and uh we we can again trace that back you know that that idea of resurrection oh, say within the judaism and you can yeah. find it elsewhere as well yeah. it's probably cross-pollination from coming from from some other sources last judgment is most likely co uh, coming from zoroastrian you know or mm. cross-pollination between judaism and zoroastrian religion uh, mm -hmm. who really knows i'm not expert in those areas mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, but that that those are again kind of uh, sometimes borrowed sometimes adopted mm -hmm. sometimes changed to fit the the need and use of 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 the storyteller you know or of mm -hmm. the th theologian who tries to pass it on mm -hmm. and some like with Jesus, we can put a finger, say, that on, on Jesus almost. That yes, he was an historical figure. Yeah. But beyond that, it's almost impossible. Yeah. There, you, you can trace some features of his teaching, for instance. But most of what we have are already testimonies of testimonies, you know, or yes. at least one or four, two generations passed on testimonies where exactly these processes of, uh, uh, you can call it embellishing it, you, you yeah. know, or, but, but it is an attempt to also uh, make it clear yes uh, to, to, to explain now. more you, you know why now. it is so important right. why why i consider that to be so i will employ i borrow like ancient from older, thing, yeah these uh, ancient things to to to, to images, highlight it. yeah um, images yeah. or and yeah. and then it is very difficult to to actually see through through all of that right what is and what is not uh, right. and and in the end it really does not matter that much well why that's what i really want to talk to you about though why doesn't it matter because because i know it doesn't like you're you're the inspiration like it doesn't matter to you i could see how this story impacts your life what you do your christ-like nature comes from th this you know what i mean and how it doesn't matter you're not a fundamentalist you don't have to believe literally in some of this stuff the myth or whatever in the way you're talking about it changed you and you are like you know the story is working through you but i'm trying to ask about how someone who doesn't know that who grew up was taught that you have to believe this literally and then they come to rutgers church and they hear you and they they hear you talking about the origins of some of this mm -hmm. and and like me i've i've throughout this podcast you could hear me saying this is scary <laughs> mm -hmm. scary 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 because what you're doing is you're kind of blowing up some of this stuff and it's and it's almost like a it's a it's a birth pain for, really for me 
because I'm, I'm being birthed into this different way of looking at this stuff. And I think a lot of people that might be listening are also going through that. But you just said it doesn't matter. And because I'm it's just trying always to... happening. That right. Is, because, That's, because I'm trying to, I'm trying it, to believe you know, that. It, it really does not matter whether it happened uh, 2,000 years ago if it happened only then. Yeah. yeah you, you know, then what? Because right. the, the, there were many other events which happened 2,000 years ago or even yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, have very little consequence for and it's over yeah it's over it really does not matter yeah but if it is of this category that it is substantially reorienting your life then and has this power to it it's almost like a law of nature right and if it is like a law of nature it really does not matter, you know, who exactly discovered that, what were the consequences, whether he was fully aware of all the consequences or yeah. all the uh, context of that discovery. That law was there before mm. <laughs> it was discovered, sort of, mm. you know, or that reality behind that law was there. Mm -hmm. And... It was there as it was being discovered as a law of physics, say, and it is going to be there afterwards. Mm. And and it is it is an underlying principle of the universe. Mm. Mm -hmm. Unless mm -hmm. we discover that the universe is not fully homogeneous you know mm -hmm. so it has different laws in different parts you know that is uh, partly behind the say theory of relativity and, and so on so if you are moving slower newton laws apply if you are moving <laughs> faster like uh, closing getting to the speed of light then uh, uh you, you you are getting into relativistic realm uh -huh. of einstein you know uh -huh. something like that but uh, otherwise the universe like the, the the whole is uh is uniform mm-hmm so mm -hmm. the same principles would apply here or Alpha Centauri or in another galaxy mm -hmm. or uh, mm -hmm. and, and so on. Mm -hmm. and, and the similar thing is with, with these, uh, these spiritual, I, I, I hate, no, I, I will not call them laws, you know, these spiritual principles, you know, or yeah. these myths. Yes. Which uh, really don't matter whether they were... Uh, they are written by Bronze Age people or pre-Bronze Age people, by uh, Iron Age people or by Roman period people or uh, internet savvy people. Mm -hmm. Because we are still people. Mm -hmm. and, and we relate to elderly the way we relate to elderly or to our children and... Uh, uh, we age in a similar way and we are born and we die in the same way mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and all these rules apply to us and regardless. we care about the same things like uh, ultimately we and and we have similar flaws yeah 
also you, you know some are power hungry some are vainglorious some uh some want to be celebrities uh and and all of that uh is is present in a different mixture with us all in in different cultures they are being pronounced differently but here also the lineage of those religious and cultural system is important because you know like we are yes. part of judeo-christian tradition so it makes sense to go to the roots of those stories and see them in different permutations and and, and so on yes. and and pick them apart and see how they apply to our current situation that's what the pastors do every time with preaching you know <laughs> they are yeah. looking for inspiration and how they apply to these days and looking to the biblical or even pre-biblical sometimes it is informative to see how that particular story looked in pre-biblical time so that you are not taking it wrongly and literally or fundamentalistically mm -hmm. because then it is being released and it can speak more uh fluently and more directly to your current situation so for instance the story yes. of flood you, you know yes uh, i don't need to build that, uh, that ark somewhere there because it makes me mad it is utter misunderstanding of what is there it's more than that though right if when you believe in that literally you're cheating the story yes you're literally cheating yourself out of the story, out of the impact of the story. And, and, and the, the richness and how it can help you. Yes, that's what I mean. How, how it can help you now. Because that flood story is not that all the animals can fit within that uh, boat <laughs> which going. they are recreating and in you Kentucky. Have people right now trying to figure out how they all fit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and you know, you are, you, you, you are misdirecting your intellectual potential, your, your brain, yes. in completely wrong way but if you see it within the broader context of those ancient stories if you put it within the context of their worldview which was different than ours you realize this is about an ecological catastrophe you know or i'm using now our modern language yeah. to describe it but uh you know that they, they, they had their own language and yeah. that's why they use that that way you, yeah. you know but it is about something which comes and swamps the entire livable space and that is what we are dealing with and their worldview was completely different from our worldview they were not living on a ball like on a planet they were living yeah. in a bubble and then so on and i did that in a bible class and elsewhere you know but their worldview was actually more conducive of understanding their space and the, themselves within the world than our world is. Mm -hmm. I preached that number of times here at Rutgers Church. And, and we, if, if you don't think about, you know, how many people would fit or animals would fit, but if you pay attention to these contextual things of those myths, then they can start talking to you. Uh, and you discover that in them is encoded 
the deep understanding that the livable universe, livable space, is not endless. You cannot burn fossil fuels endlessly, Yeah. for instance, because atmosphere is with limits. <laughs> the world is with limits. Yeah. You cannot combine everything endlessly because there are limits to it. And that is the story of the flood. Yeah. Because they are living in the bubble. And if you live in the bubble, you understand that you, your livable space is limited. Uh, and and that, that is exactly the thing, you know, about the climate change. We, we, we think that this is an endless resource. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. And, and it is coded in these ancient myths. Mm. It's not endless resource. You know, they are using different images of, of flood and, and, and the, that flood rising the, the ark uh, so that it is crashing over or, the, you know, against the arch of the, of the dome uh, of the sky. You know, all those are ancient myths. Yeah. But, but if, if you put them in the context and, and understand them a little bit better, not from the perspective of fundamentalists, then you realize that there is a powerful message in it, mm -hmm. reminding us this world is not endless. Mm -hmm. That's one of those, you know, there are others. Uh, and, and, you know, including those animals which are being taken care of, because that is our role. It is not our role to eliminate or extinct them. The proper role for humanity is actually to cherish them and protect them. And it is a mythical story, of course. So they are going pair by pair of all those higher animals. Actually, what is more important, are, and we are discovering it now, are those creatures we don't even see. Yeah like bacteria and viruses, and not right, only right. viruses of pandemics, but viruses which can be beneficial to us, or bacteria, right. or uh, all uh, single-cell uh, creatures around us, uh, or even as, as complex as insects. You know, there is ongoing and highly worrisome uh, extinction of insects all around us. Mm. We know this only because we domesticated bees and, and bees yeah, started to get the, uh, into the trouble. But clearly, now it becomes more and more obvious that bees are just a tip of a needle. The point, though, here is, to wrap this up, mm -hmm. so taking these things as happening making them urgent mm -hmm. that's the or there might be a better word but now mm -hmm. like something that's happening now is urgent something that, that that can change you now it's not something in in the past that was great therefore we have to 
you know, put it on some kind of pedestal because it happened and it was great. It's happening now. It's, it's changing now. It's changing you now. It's, it's, no, it's, it's, it, 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 and it is, it, it is not only happening now and it's urgent. I, I think that it is an underlying principle of the universe. Right. So which is it what is you going were talking to about with to your analogy. Future. Yes. It is yeah. going, it, it has analogy, been happening. Yeah. Uh, it it has been happening. It is happening, and it is going to have uh, be happening. Right, right. right so right. Uh, that that is that urgency. Not only that it is urgent now, but it is going to be current in the future as well. Yes, and that is the reason to to take it uh, seriously. Because you know, like uh, the, the, I I I spend so much time, and uh, my apology on that one specific, but it's a lovely and and quite well known uh, myth, biblical myth of the flood. Yes, you yes. know. So I don't care whether it happened or not. There were definitely events of an cataclysmic floods and, and so on we know it from geology and, and so on even when the people were around uh, but it doesn't matter uh, like you're it, saying it, it matters yeah. and it does not matter yeah 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 you know we're not going to go looking for the ark <laughs> no, i mean like if we find if we actually do find the ark it doesn't even matter you know what i mean like if we find the ark and somehow it's tied back to that guy mm-hmm. noah <laughs> somehow <laughs> we find his bones you know right. that right it all doesn't matter really right no because we are not living in that time right. we are living in, like, in, like in, in, a, in a situation where we are right now and we are right now causing an equivalent to a flood uh, equivalent to flood in a different way not right. with water but with uh carbon dioxide right uh, right poisoning our own atmosphere ma- making uh, making flood partly also because by melting glaciers and and uh, the we are actually rising uh, sea levels and everything and we just had a here a hurricane and Broadway flooded to the point that yeah. this subway beneath the Broadway stopped oh yeah <laughs> you know for half a day or longer uh and 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 so on and so forth so you, you, but this that is ephemeral yes sort of. the core message is environment is limited yes and be careful yes full stop yes yes and now i'm going to have a different feeling when i hear you talk about a myth which never was never was always and always is and I thank you for that fine thank you Peter until next time